from the heart of Cleetor Moore. This is On The Moor by Cygnus Radio. Hello and welcome to episode six. It's me again, Ross. Uh, Chelsea, how are you doing this week? Hi, Ross. I'm good, thank you. Good. And, and Nick, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much, Ross. Very good. And Paul, how's Mabel the cat? <laughs> oh, she's fine. She, um... Two, two vet visits yesterday because she had her bandage changed and within an hour of getting home she'd removed it little <laughs> madam so she so so the, the funny thing is the vet has said i'll put a blue one on this time it might it might make a difference <laughs> the <color> might help. <laughs> yeah and she doesn't seem to mind the blue oh well so she's all right she's fine she's just sunbathing at the moment and uh chelsea yes You got any yeast? No. <laughs> no yeast, and now no flour. Oh, God. No flour. It's getting worse. Oh my. So there's definitely no bread now. Well, there's no cakes. No, no chance. You've got no hope. Ah, oh, God, eh? Well, you got two, and one of them's Paul. <laughs> yeah, and the other one doesn't play golf, is that? That's <laughs> true. Uh, so, Paul, you suggested this week that we bring along our own topics. Yeah, I thought it'd be a good idea that we, we, we each just give a headline of our own topics and then we all discuss it very briefly, Nick, afterwards. So can we have a, can you can you give us a quick a quick rundown of your topic? Yeah, should I start first? Yeah, go on. Right, well, um, breaking news from uh, the French scientific community um, that apparently smokers are four times less likely to contract COVID-19, prompting nicotine patch trials on patients. Mm. So what you're saying is if we smoke, we don't get sick? Yeah, well, I'm not advocating um, that everybody (coughs) suddenly takes up smoking because obviously smoking uh, does carry other risks that are very, very likely to kill you as well. Um, But I just thought it was interesting that is it it the nicotine in in cigarettes that's um, killing the COVID-19 or is it the cyanide in cigarettes that's doing it? But it'd be interesting for them to find out what it is um, and maybe they could manufacture some kind of a a vaccine vaccine um on that basis but i'm not suggesting nobody at cygnus um <laughs> would suggest uh, that everybody quickly <laughs> nips out and gets packs of fags i mean there is the other argument that the french could be thinking ahead and they'll be thinking <laughs> right um we're, we're losing revenue on these backy runs that people on the south coast of england keep keep doing um, <laughs> and maybe maybe that's the plan i don't know uh, but at least it's better than than donald trump's suggestion that we start injecting ourselves with dettol Oh God! <laughs> I just honestly though, oh. if someone told you that, would you not just think what a load of nonsense? Which, which bit, the Dettol or the the well injecting yourself <laughs> the or the fags? And I, the well, Dettol bit. Um, well, well, yeah, you, well, you would, but some people might be desperate. You know, I mean, I the, there, there is a report. Uh, there is a guy in America that has drank um, a some disinfectant and he's actually sadly passed away so you know not directly related to to what trump says but somebody has actually done that already um you know but i I just worry about does no one hold him back just can no one stop him from (coughs) saying these things? clearly not you know i mean i I worry for his mental health god hey (laughs) you think that somebody would be writing 
his speech notes by now and they would just say look go off that screen nothing no, else he's, he's the most powerful man in the world isn't he so he thinks he can do what he well, wants well apparently if you want to look into the um the, the 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 constitution of america he is actually subservient to no one other than the british monarch that's what it that's says true. in there so the queen their constitution Technically, well, technically, it, this is another show, but technically, um, when you look into it, the, the, the uh, America is actually a corporation that's set up as a country, and, and, and it is said that it's actually a British corporation. Right. Oh, that'll be really interesting. But more on that. We'll have to do a special yeah. show on that. Yeah. You, you know. I shall have to look at the Constitution. I thought it was conspiracy mm. at first until I started clicking on the, the, the links that actually do take you into British government archives as well, recent ones. Right. Okay, so that's another topic. That's yeah. a definitely, it's a long one, that. <laughs> so we still own it, that's the thing. Technically. So, <laughs> so coming back to your cigarettes. Yes. Um, what else is there in cigarettes? Nicotine, arsenic, um, you know, we, there's, there's uh, tobacco, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so if, if the patches don't work, which are nicotine patches, mm. then oh, it, it, shows it that must it's be not something else in there. Yeah, yeah, which would be interesting. The only thing I would say is that it will, if 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 nicotine patches do work, it will get people hooked on nicotine, won't it? Yeah. So then you've got you've got that to uh, to catch up on. But apparently, where they've got this research is that there's a disproportionate number of COVID victims. Um, who smoke to the general population, I think, and this is off the top of my head, I think that 48% of people in France smoke mm -hmm. and yet only 2% of COVID patients are smokers. Obviously, if you end up in hospital with COVID and you are a smoker, you're going to have difficulties at that point because um, your, your lungs won't be taking in as much oxygen. You'll be struggling a little bit. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, please don't reach for a packet of fags if you don't smoke. <laughs> A, it's not proven, and B, smoking does carry other risks, <laughs> and it makes your clothes smell. So it yes, it does. Nick, what's your um, your take on it? Uh, on what? On cigarettes. Oh, well, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, the point is, you can have these electronic ones now, can't you? I think there's an even improved model which you don't oh, yeah. puff huge amounts of smoke out like a dragon. Um, so uh, I suppose there is that to it, but again, uh, I, I think it's like Paul says: you've got to um, you've got to kind of make sure that it is, you know, the nicotine that is, you know, if you like, have preventing the, the COVID nineteen, or, or whether it just happens to be coincidental. Are these <clears> studies <throat> on normal cigarettes, Paul? Are there e-cigarettes or a mixture? I think I think um, that it's normal cigarettes because <coughs> they're referring them as smokers and those trendy ones amongst us wouldn't call people that take the electronic cigarettes smokers we'd call them vapors oh, oh yeah, yes, yeah. Well, see see i'm, I'm yeah. down with the kids me man check yeah. it got, got got a case of the vapors yeah yeah <laughs> the other thing is there is there with that as well there's another risk because a it would get you addicted to nicotine and b there's something called popcorn lung yeah that yeah, you can get from is. them yeah, and there but have I think been deaths from them. Yeah, I think that's still in the early stages. Like nobody's confirmed that yeah. that is because of vaping and things yet, have they? Yeah, have although been, there have yeah, been people where the the vape has sort of set on fire, um, and that's definitely been confirmed. Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah, that's the um, the liquid. The yeah. Unless they were smoking petrol, I don't know, but the, the well, vape, probably. What, the vapes, the, the vapes set on fire. Yeah, not the person, Ross. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, what I mean is, while they're smoking it. I think so. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. mean, I actually I know people that vape that have never smoked. Mm. Do you think that's because it's it's become trendy? I yeah. think it's because it. Well. I personally don't think it tastes nice, but you get different flavours, and so they've obviously wanted, I don't know, let's say frozen mango yoghurt flavour vape. Mm. And then if it's got, well, even if it hasn't got nicotine in, I think the habit, that's the addictive part of it. So, you know, the, the hand-to-mouth habit of having this vape, the same as you would a cigarette, and therefore that's now what they're addicted to. Because they they were they were never smokers, so they kind of been addicted to nicotine. Yeah. Me personally, um, I like a, a cigarette with a drink. I've never been a full time smoker. I've never woke up in the morning and wanted a cigarette. So I feel really fortunate. I believe in a thing called um, an addictive personality. I think people either have one or they don't. And I've never felt addicted to a cigarette. It wouldn't bother me if I didn't have one. It's just. If I'm having a glass of wine and I see someone with one or I've got one, I just sometimes fancy a cigarette. Paul, do you... You don't vape, do you? No, I'm not a vapor. Um, I'm a handsome young man. <laughs> but, you, but you do We're smoke. We're stretching it now, aren't we? I do, I do smoke, um, but it's yeah. going back to something Chelsea said earlier about the, the, the addictive thing. So sometimes... Mm. You know, there's and a lot of smokers are probably uh, the same. And sometimes I'll have a cigarette and think, well, I didn't really want that, mm. but it was because your body's kind of saying to you, oh, you need to do something with your hands. You need to, you know, just go and have a fag outside. I don't know why I don't go outside and just get some fresh air. You, you just end up lighting a fag. Oh yeah. But is it something that helps you relax? It. it do you know what it doesn't? It, it, oh, right. it makes you anxious when you haven't, when you're not having one, but it doesn't really uh, relax. I'll tell you when you when you really want to fag is when you see those adverts telling you how bad smoking is. It kind of <laughs> says, oh, I'll go and have a fag. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a I've bit counter, counteractive. Yeah. If you see yeah, somebody smoking, effect. it's like psychological that you then yeah. want one. I mean, I want, one of the, the, the benefits of being a smoker is I find that we're really sociable. Do you, yeah. Paul? <laughs> I do, but I've got to. I've got to say something. Actually, there was a company I used to work for years ago, um, and they they decided um, that on average, when when their staff were going out and having a cigarette, on average they were they were gaining an extra day's holiday by oh, going yes. out. So rather than um. take it off them, they actually gave everybody that didn't smoke an extra day's holiday, which I thought was fab. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I didn't benefit I from agree. it, obviously. Sounds I just used a sick yeah. day instead. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no, that's reasonable. Right, no, so that, I, there was a lot of argument about that, wasn't there? People going off for a smoke and the workers carrying on, they got a bit iffy yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 But I've never been one of those people. Like, I genuinely don't know the last time I had a cigarette and I, I don't carry them around with me. As I say, I, I feel lucky mm. that I've never, ever been addicted to them mm-hmm. no. yeah because well, when, when you say addicted <clears throat> it's not just about it it's like something is controlling your life 
mm. you know it's it's controlling you you could be sitting in a meeting and when you if you if it's a long meeting you start to think to yourself oh when's this gonna end? you stop concentrating you stop contributing yeah. um because all you're thinking about is you know we, we, there must be a fag break coming up and that seems to so that's something controlling you yeah mm. Yeah. yeah, I worked in computer rooms, so you, you didn't get the opportunity to smoke. <laughs> yeah. But what happens if you're like a, a pilot, flight attendant on long haul flights? Just no. open the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I like that. I mean, the, the everybody funny thing being is, sucked out? Yeah. You used to be able to smoke on, on, on planes. That's yeah. um, crazy. And whenever yeah. I used to book a holiday, um, I always used to book to sit in non-smoking, and then well, when I, I wanted a fag, I used to walk down the back of the plane <laughs> and just sit on the arm of, because I didn't want to sit with everybody no, smoking so around me. Oh, it must have been awful. It would have absolutely stunk. Well, that's why you, you didn't do what notice, to be honest. Yeah, because you were in the non-smoking. Yeah, because yeah, you I used to sit in non-smoking, but just walk down the back for fag. Oh, way. And on the buses <laughs> as well. Do you remember the buses? All oh, upstairs for smoking, downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if you wanted to watch the view upstairs, you had to cut your way through the smoky haze. You did. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we um, Shall we go, go and see... Paul, Paul won last week's quiz. So he did. did. Oh, yeah, I don't know how that happened. So... Sure it's, a, it's a fix. A fix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ross, Ross, thanks for tweeting the answers. <laughs> yeah. What, live, <clears throat> while I'm here. <laughs> it's, def it's definitely a fix, because I get given all the, the horrible questions. Um, so I take yeah, it we're now we're now in the I pub, are we? At the moment, yeah. Well, yeah, we're he's definitely not an Emmerdale or Corrie fan, so you shouldn't be getting those questions. That's just abuse. Little easy <laughs> this week, then. I'm and, used to it. And I think what I'm going to do is I'll I'll give the answers straight away, just so it saves us having to go back and redo it all. Oh, oh super. So uh, yeah, go on. So then. you didn't get much response from the public. <laughs> not on not the question. Not on the questions. People message privately, but. Um, People oh, aren't yeah. messaging the. They're not publicly writing the questions. The no, they're too busy enjoying the show. That's that's what's happening. Yeah. We need to just go live instead. I yeah. got um, a lot of messages about me not knowing Neil Armstrong. Oh, oh. well, there's an answer. There's I an knew answer. I knew it was somebody Armstrong. I knew the surname, but I just couldn't get. You thought it first. was the uh, pointless one, wasn't it, Armstrong? I don't know who no, that I, is. I, the I, compare. <clears throat> No, I no. don't know. Oh. <laughs> See, Nick again. Right. You did know it was just at the back of your mind, not the front, Chelsea. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it, Paul. Are you ready, Chelsea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't uh, sound very convincing. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Question one. Chelsea. Yeah? How many noses does a slug have? <laughs> God. None. <laughs> what do you mean, none? <laughs> well, I only, I can't imagine that I've ever noticed, to be honest. Much well, hasn't personally asked one. Well, for everyone out there who didn't know how many noses a slug has, they have four. Four, they? Yeah, four noses. Wow. Those antenna-like things. <laughs> Nick. Yeah. What's the name of the town where the Flintstones live? Oh. <laughs> Bedrock. 
you know, that must be. I'm, I'm, I'm so slow here, I can't even get his ding because I thought he was going to get it wrong. So, Paul. Yes. Noel and Liam Gallagher have an older brother. What's his name? Rov. Rov. It's Paul. I'm definitely getting that wrong. It's who? Is it Paul? It's Paul. Oh, wow. Oh, Paul, but he's very good, yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Yes? On a common ladybug, what colour are its spots? Um. Oh, is this a trick question or not? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to have <laughs> to go with trick. black, but... Yeah. Oh, yay! Yeah. I thought yay, get a trick in, question. get in. Oh, they're black and red, aren't they? Well, they are in the books and things that I've seen. <laughs> and they She's are been in reading real the Ladybird series, hasn't she? Yes. Honestly, I don't think I'll have seen a real Ladybird for, year, for oh, years. Right, I, mean, I remember time, yeah. as a kid, yeah, but not not for a long yeah. time. Saw one the other day. <laughs> so <laughs> they land on your arm. Yeah, land anywhere. Nick, you ready for this one? Yeah, go on. In Emmerdale. Oh. <laughs> What was the first dance song played at Sam and Lydia's wedding? Oh, God almighty. Um, um, it's not, to um, be honest, it's not one you would think of. No, I bet it isn't. Um, let me think. Dear Departed. <laughs> no, it's Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe? Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, and, they dan- and they danced around the wool pack. There you yeah. go. Which you got yeah. last week. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I got the wool pack last week, yeah. Paul. <laughs> May I help you, please? In what yeah, movie will you find characters who are looking for a brain, a heart, and courage? The wonderful Wizard of Oz. Yay! <laughs> Chelsea. Yes? Which British TV show recorded the largest audience for a single episode with over 30 million viewers? Coronation Street. No, see, you watch too much Coronation uh, Street. It was EastEnders. Yeah. Was it Den, Den, Den and Angie's Divorce? I just can't get away with EastEnders. I'm not sure which one it was, but it was Christmas Day, 1986. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was, um, it, I it wasn't was, even I alive. watched it in those days <laughs> until I got fed <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, but it's been on UK Gold. <laughs> and you know I your just, soaps. Well, I just can't not. get away. Well, I can't get away with these senders. I have tried, but it, I just can't. It's not for me. Oh, wait. I'll try, I'll try again. So, coming up to question three, you're, you're all on one point at the moment. Ooh. Yeah. It's a tie. So, Nick, what nationality is pop star Justin Bieber? Oh. Um. Canadian. Wow. God, you know, I, <laughs> I know. Can't believe it. Paul, which city will host the 2028 Olympic Games? 2028. Oh, it's not Tokyo. No, not no. Tokyo. Tokyo's the next one. Um, New York. Do you know it was? You were in the right continent. Well, right country. It's Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, oh, David just walked in the room and all he... I could have got the answer off him. <laughs> Chelsea, what yes. do you call a group of giraffes? 
I like this one. I don't know. Ah, uh, it's a tower. A tower. Well, yeah, a, a tower. tower. Giraffes. Yeah. Cool necks. Very clever. Uh, Nick. Who moved back to Coronation Street this oh, week? No. Oh, God, I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> well, it's the one that went to the old folks' home last oh. week, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, Come on, remember, yeah, remember, remember the name. No, I can't remember his name. <laughs> does, it rhy- does it rhyme with pen, Nick? Yes. Pen. Ken. He's, de- yeah. he's definitely Ken been watching it. He's definitely yes. watched it. <laughs> no, it was just it- that... It just seemed obvious that he'd gone and he'd come back. <laughs> and he gave us the last name, so yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul. Oh, God, I, yes. re- I really hope you know this one. Yeah. What's the response to see you later, alligator? Make it snappy. Oh, oh God. Who In knew the response? Someone whispered In a wild name. crocodile. Ah, oh, God, eh? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Can I have that? Please give that to me. God, that was a good old 80s, 70s one in a wild crocodile. Yeah. Ross, give that to me. I'm not giving it to you. You've, oh. it's, you've just, you've just done it. I was gonna give it to you, but then I thought, no, you've got kids. You know what it is. I thought Paul would know that. That's no. not why I know. I don't, I don't know many alligators. Oh, <laughs> I knew a few old crocs, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, this, this one's for you. Here's a lovely uh, scientific one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which planet has a day that lasts almost eight months on Earth? Um, Saturn. No, it's Venus. I mean, I was so close. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were, were quite a bit off there. Nick, <laughs> now you're definitely going to get this one. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Yeah. A pineapple under the sea. Is that... um, (laughs) What's his name? Square Pants? (laughs) SpongeBob Square Pants. Square Pants SpongeBob. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, And Paul, final question. Hey, this is uh, this is about. Has Paul gone? No, he's here. Oh. He's waiting for the final question. <laughs> uh, it's, this is about your best friend that you've been talking about today. Which U.S. state was Donald Trump born in? Ooh. New York. Yay! Well done. Ah, <laughs> uh, so was Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson was born in New York. Do, so, do, do we he? all know that? No, but. We do know yeah, that he was. Yeah. He no, gave right. up. Um, he gave up his American citizenship about five years ago, um, because uh, American tax legislation says that you've got to pay tax wherever you are and wherever you're earning money in the world. Yeah. You've still got to pay tax to the, to American. the uh, American authorities, and he gave up his citizenship so he didn't mm-hmm. have to pay that tax. Oh well. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so we've got a we've got a a second and a third. Joint place here. Oh. Well, that really. How can you have a second and a third joint place? You both got the same answers. I you both got the same right. The third joint place. Yeah. There's only three of us. Yeah. So second and third, you've got the same. You got the two same. You got, you got two right. <laughs> and with three right. Come on, no. who was it? Nick. 
Yeah, it was Nick. Whoa. Congratulations, Blimey. Nick. There's, there's a turn up for the books. So we'll just wait for you <laughs> now, <it>. Chelsea. <laughs> what, to win? Yeah. Mm, and you you've, had all, you've had all the easy questions. You might be waiting a while. Are you joking? Yeah, but you didn't What, what colour is a, a, lady, a ladybug spot? Yeah, that's the only one I got right, isn't Who it? Who landed on the moon? That was last week's. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> yeah, but, but Ross, your text said let Nick win. It didn't say let Chelsea win. Oh, oh, don't say that, Paul. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Thanks, Paul. So we'll get back to um, um, someone else. Uh, next topic, which was, uh, which was Chelsea. Yeah, well, mine isn't exactly a topic. It's more a story. Is this um, the funny thing? Yeah. yeah, it is quite This funny. is the one you've been sitting on the edge of your seat for, Paul. I'm so, dying. I've been dying to hear this. <laughs> oh, God, you're going to have to make it good, Chelsea. Well, it's just something that happened to me, and you couldn't really write it. So earlier on in the week, um, somebody left a food parcel on my front doorstep, and um, it came with a letter to say that they'd tried to contact me with no response, and it was a government food parcel because... Um, somebody in the household was vulnerable and they must have read I assume you must register for these parcels I'm not mm. 100% on that but I knew it wasn't it wasn't ours because none of us in the house have had a letter from the government none of us are considered vulnerable so mm -hmm. but <laughs> but David found it before I did so he opened it so we now have this open food parcel that mm. you know it had shower gel an onion a loaf of bread biscuits it was, it was a it was quite bleak to be honest so i was upset because i thought oh, whoever this is you know i might add to it <laughs> so i went onto the internet and i now i didn't realize that what i wrote was misleading but i just wrote on the covid19 group who is delivering food parcels today in Egremont? thank you because i was just going to message them to say what name or what address did you have because you've left it at the wrong house and then I was going to go and take it to them mm -hmm. and I'd, I'd messaged um, a few of my neighbours to say did they know whose it was I didn't kind of want to say is it yours and then think that I was being rude because there is kind of like a little bit of uncertainty and like of people's pride if they have registered for these I, I was just a little bit unsure but anyway it turned out it wasn't any of theirs anyway but I then <laughs> got a message from one of the school mums that had received some messages from friends of hers to say, we can see you're friends with this lady, Chelsea Wright. Could you please check in on her? She seems to be needing a food parcel. <laughs> <laughs> so I then had to respond and explain the story to this school mum. And then I went on my message requests you know where people message you on Facebook yeah. that aren't your friend. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the messages that came were so lovely and people's gestures of what they would, you know, if I would let them know the things I like, they would go and shopping at the end of the week, they would happily get a bag together for me. Another lady had said that she didn't want me to feel ashamed. These were strange <laughs> times that we were oh, in. Bless. She understood that I was struggling. She would happily drop off a parcel. I was mortified. <laughs> One of the ladies, when I was reading them out to my mum, mum was like, oh, my God, I used to work with her. I'll have to go and email her now because it just spiralled completely out of control. So I had to message <laughs> all these people individually and thank them. 
but that is not what I'd meant at all. This, this, by this point, it's now about two o'clock in the afternoon. I've still got this food parcel. So I'm having to justify myself to everybody online that it isn't me. Uh, thank you so much. And then finally, a neighbour had realised that it was a girl behind her. So when I took it down to her, she said that um, she'd actually been trying to unregister for the parcels. Mm -hmm. But the, I, I don't know who delivered, I still don't know who delivered it or who's issuing them, but they do come with a government letter and they, they were just continuing to send them, which I kind of <laughs> oh, thought dear. was a bit crazy. <laughs> so we've got on one side people that aren't getting enough and then whoever's created this list of vulnerable people, like she doesn't want it. Her husband can go out to the shop for her. Yeah. It's, it's just because she'd had an operation that she couldn't leave the house herself for 12 weeks. So full circle round, the box got delivered to somebody that didn't even bloody want it. Mm. And half of, well, I'll have been the talk of Egremont. And did and you top it up as well? There. I nearly did. I nearly did. <laughs> nearly? Yeah. And I, I mean, imagine if I had, that would have been even more awkward. <laughs> but ha the, obviously, I laughed about it because once it all got sorted, but ha the, what was lovely about it is how nice people were, were being. Because yeah. at first, at first I was, I, my, I'm being honest in that I was a bit unsure, you know, oh, I don't want to embarrass somebody by saying is this your food parcel because there is absolutely like that whole grey area of people's pride or you know and yeah do you understand what I'm trying to say yeah. but these people oh were just absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm blown away by the response and the support yeah. that, that that was coming through yeah. for you even yeah. though you didn't need it I just think that <laughs> just says a lot about the people in this area mm. yeah. yeah so 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 kind and as I say I, I I did explain myself, but I don't think that my my message. I don't know how how I've misled people, because I don't know what I should have wrote. I just was looking for the guy that had delivered them, so I could have gave it back. But how come so it I ended up? Was it delivered to you by mistake then? Yes, yeah. because they didn't um, think you needed yeast. <laughs> <laughs> there was no yeast off no, in there. She'd have taken that out if it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we can just if we can just put it out there to everybody listening at the moment, um, whilst Chelsea doesn't require a full food parcel, she does require yeast and flour. Yes, self raising. So if anybody flour. can uh, send her any yeast, she might even make you a, a loaf of bread um, yeah. to say thank you. <laughs> and some cakes. You make good cake. That's why these and guys want me to have. Trust me, from experience, her, her yeah. baking is exceptional. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my story and that it was funny, very embarrassing. I thought, how has this happened to me? Like, I get in these situations all the time and I genuinely don't know <laughs> how, but mm. the end result was is that people were being so generous. Mm. Um, yeah, I, 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 was, I was very grateful, even though I didn't need it. But it's nice to know that it's there. Yeah, yeah. you're definitely one of those people that things happen to. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. She's like one of those film characters, isn't it? You know, it yeah. doesn't matter what you do, it just gets worse. Well, stuff happens to you, Chelsea, and you, <laughs> yeah, stuff happens. You live, you, you don't really have any neighbours. No, I, I don't. Mean, when you go out and do the the, the clap every no, Thursday, I know. no one's going to see. No, nobody, nobody knows what I'm doing on a Thursday. <laughs> Chelsea's got, you know, those houses where they've got windows where you can stand stark. Yeah. Not that other word, <laughs> naked every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Every window in Chelsea's Ross, house why have is you like been, that. What have you been doing in Chelsea's house, standing, standing? Yeah, yeah. what you, how do you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> Nick, you've got a little topic you want to talk about this week. <laughs> quickly. <laughs> oh, goody. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, you know on. me. Yeah, on about robots, robots and space. And this is something that went back to, what, ooh, 20, 2018, 2019. And mm. um, basically, um, and, and what sparked it was a program on the other night. Um, it's a Japanese channel. If you look at the news channels on Sky, there's one called NHK. And um, it's, it's a Japanese channel. Uh, it's news, but it's also about what's happening in, in Japan and around Japan and Asia. And this one happened to be talking about um, the uh, robotics and... Um, uh, space well mainly robotics they were talking about and the more robotic side of it was that um, they've developed these remote control systems where they're talking about driverless cars these are um, earth moving and industrial um, equipment <coughs> you know the stuff for, for construction work and they yeah. and they have one operator sitting in a, an office with the remote controls uh, in he's controlling all the um, machines and they're saying that they're developing it to the point where they can have one operator in a central position operating and controlling several sites mm -hmm. so you do away with all the the um, drivers and that you know you just have one person doing it and what's enabling this is g5 because g5 is far more advanced 5g or 5g yeah g5 5g <laughs> Same thing, um, but basically 5G, uh, the new system that's supposed to be rolling out in this country sometime. But the work they're doing so far, it, 5G has actually re revolutionised the way people work and how they're going to work. And in some cases, they won't be working. Um, and, and this is one of the things that could be quite serious for us up here, because um, unless we start getting ourselves geared up for robotics, and and this type of work and starting to adjust our social system to yeah. account for it we're going to end up in the backwater again well in the backwater um and uh, the uh, they're already scaring like places in in eastern europe for the people who are clever at software because there's a, they reckon there's about forty-six thousand people sh uh, short of having the necessary talents mm -hmm. to increase um the use and start developing these 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 systems and i mean already people say oh it's not going to happen for the next blah 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 years won't happen in my lifetime it's already happening they're already using ai for recruiting people they're using ai for a lot of other things and it's beginning to i mean already driverless cars uh, i mean i used to get the eagle comic and i mean in there they had all these futuristic things and you used to look at it and think oh that sort of thing's not going to happen that's miles and miles away but already some of the things that they used to talk about in science fiction are actually happening yeah. now um so i think in this area <clears throat> this, this is ideally suited up here where it's almost a blank canvas you could get your um you know your, your technological companies up here there's plenty of places where you can make some very nice technological um sites mm -hmm. uh, media hubs um, electronic hubs uh, software hubs i mean you've already got a company up here that's doing robotics uh, that's from flimby yep. um, you've got yourselves you've got media dog you've got all those that should be if you like brought together as a hub to 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 progress this and we need to progress this in this country because we're going to fall behind i mean watching this program was a real eye-opener because in 
in the Asian countries, they're pushing ahead as quickly as they can with this. Um, and, and also the space industry. This country makes more uh, small satellites than any other country in the world. And it's worth about 20 billion, the, the actual industry. <clears throat> now they're talking about wanting to launch them from this country because one of the problems is that although we make most of the satellites, we've then got to trip them off to foreign parts, America, South America, wherever, for them to be launched. Yeah. And what they're saying is, and the government have already pushed forward with this, is that they want the launch sites in this country and they're looking, they're already looking at planning to have Cornwall, Glasgow and North Wales as launch sites. And then, and originally, until obviously coronavirus came along, they were looking at uh, having these launch sites opening up and probably starting to launch rockets in the early 2020s. So, but of course, coronavirus put a lid on that at the moment. Okay. So I'm saying, well, <coughs> why hasn't our MP, instead of worrying about Sellafield and the three to five thousand people that are going to be made redundant from there, Instead of trying to chase around after New Gem when that was falling over and yeah. it was a hopeless effort, why didn't they concentrate on trying to get some of that technology up here so that people here can diversify into it? We keep the skills here, but instead of them going off down south or to other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. And one of the other thoughts that uh, another article is that there will be a rise in the robots and it will cause a north-south divide because mm. all the skilled people will tend to move southwards because that's where all the industry is and the people up here with the lesser skilled jobs will suddenly find they aren't there yeah and it's not like it was in the early days when i <clears throat> when i started in in industry there was no such thing as computers and then they started to creep in i was a shop steward at the time and we said oh you know when they were more powerful we had this agreement that you wouldn't introduce it until you consulted the union and it was introduced properly so the people didn't lose jobs and that but at the end that all went by the board and they just introduced it wholesale and they, they didn't uh, they didn't worry about it i mean we had i worked in a drafting office and the chief draftsman said oh you might make electronic circuits with that stuff but you, you'll never be able to do mechanical drawings and i think within a six months they had a computer there that was making mechanical drawings so and all the guys were clustered around it seeing what it was doing so uh, you know, this this is moving faster, and, and coronavirus is like the last war. Mm -hmm. Something like that, because it's necessary, it creates innovation, and it makes things move much faster. Like the last war, where we had to make these things work to, you know, win. The same as this disaster, because of the unemployment, because of the downturn in 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 work, uh, and they're talking about this being the worst downturn for centuries. Um, there will be this push to, to mm. automate things. Uh, also in Japan, in factories at the moment, these robots that make parts are wired in by hard cabling. But they're saying they can now work them wirelessly so they can move the ro robots around very easily to create other things so they can change their production line as quickly as they want. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's my, my thing, that the, this area... Copeland in in general and certainly this area have got to really start looking at these alternatives because we can no longer rely on Sellafield. We know it's going to be there for a long time, but they're not going to need the staff they need. That's going to run down and we know the majority of people in this area work at Sellafield. So they we definitely have to start moving and attracting those sort of industries here. And that we those industries don't need heavy infra infrastructure that they seem to want to build all the time. Okay. So, yep, that's, well, that's my really interesting. Um, that's my push in that direction. 
Yeah, I mean, just 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 touching on that, Nick. I think in the fifties, um, we did have. So we're talking about the infrastructure. That's that's what's leading me on to this. But within mm. Cumbria, actually on the Cumbria Northumberland border, uh, there's an RAF um, base called Spade Adam, um, and in the fifties, that's where they used to. Um, test or work on the the blue streak missile project so that it, it had an infrastructure for um you know for sending things out into space and everything mm. i think now that's just involved with electronic warfare or, or something like that so it is there it was in this in this yeah. county but that's been abandoned and as you you sort of said you know people uh, tend to move to the south of the country for some of these um, mm. technological uh, programs. But if you go right, right back to uh, the 50s, Britain had, had to make a choice at that time. It was to either go along with the space exploration program or develop our own nuclear deterrent, and they actually chose the nuclear deterrent. Unfortunate choice. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Because we could have just still, we could have still have had a nuclear deterrent. We could have just yeah. brought, yeah. brought it in. But oh yeah, 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 quite so. I mean, the the uh, they were saying here that um, yeah, blue uh, blue as you say, the blue steel um, rocket motor. Blue they used streak. to have a test site on the Isle of Wight. They had one up here. Um, so you know, it, it's perfectly feasible to be able to do that. Well, um, the Isle of Wight was actually going to be the base for our space uh, yes. program, wasn't it? You're right. It was, yep, it it was, was. set up there as well, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was. So it, it, it's there. It's something we need to, to grasp. I think we're, we're kind of slipping uh, behind on all this sort of stuff. And we seem to be complacent about it. You know, we've got we to do. get this homegrown. It's the only way you work towards prosperity. And, and this situation where we've stood still is, is the opportunity to think, think, right, you know, this is what we've got to start looking to. We, we, yeah. you know, we, we can't carry on like this. You it's know, interesting Nick, yeah. that you mentioned Japan as well, um, because mm. go, going back to the 80s, where where the UK was without doubt the leader in, in technology, especially with, with with the computers and everything. And yeah. I remember a TV clip on the news of Margaret Thatcher showing the Japanese Prime Minister around. I think it was the the Sinclair factory, and he was looking at the you know the computers and everything. Um, and within two years, Japan was the leader. Um, yeah. You know, and there was always the, there was always the joke, wasn't it, about that you'll never see a Japanese tourist without a camera. Um, <laughs> you know, so so Margaret Thatcher shows this Japanese prime minister around a, a factory making computers, uh, and within two years, Japan's making more computers than us, and the, from a zero start. Well, that's it. That's it. You know, just just take a few photos over there. Don't don't let them know what you're doing. <laughs> I think we'll. I think as the I don't know the generation coming out of the schools now. Hopefully, they will. You know, they will start to found these different businesses. I think they're they're more like technical, like yeah. into technology and things than I certainly think... me. But our generation, I know you are, and I'm not. But it's kind of like a given that kids know computers and things i mean you know as young as two they can use an ipad well, well they learn, you know, i we, think we never had anything like that do they not learn to program in primary school now when they program like the little robots not, that was around on the table not many no i think it'll no. dip, yeah but it, it might be different schools on like obviously their yeah, funding and what they're there schools. are some yeah but there aren't it isn't um it isn't as widespread as it is in other countries where they're they're pushing for it to be Right. The, the the mainstay if you like um 
and that's why a lot of even even Japan and, and Laos and, and the Asian countries are going to places like Budapest um, and, and Bulgaria to recruit their bright sparks because there is this shortage of people mm -hmm. um, it, who are you know capable in these things and it's not just the younger generation. I mean, my generation knew all about computers, I and mean, I worked with them for years, uh, as, um, as probably you have. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it's it's getting people back into it. It's it's reskilling people as well. Yeah. It's getting them because this time it isn't going to be like it was when the ro when the computers came in when I was younger. If it displaced somebody, oh well, there's another job for you. This time it's going to be the fourth industrial revolution. There won't yes. be that job further down the line because. These robots are now taking over those other jobs like solicitors and um, accountants and even in the hospitality industry. I mean, you're already getting AI being used for reservations. Some countries in Japan have even got them robots sitting on the reception desk. Uh, a lot of it is probably still, if you like, in its infancy. But the point is, it's all moving in that direction. And yeah. it, it, it's no good playing the, the catch up. We, we need to get the, there quicker. I get all that, but I think I think mm. some of it and, and some of the areas that that could be replaced by robots and AI and everything, um, you, it's it's what the people actually want. I mean, personally, if I go to a restaurant or I book into a hotel, I want that personal contact with a human being. Yeah. Um, I oh, don't, I agree. And, and and when we look at the supermarkets, you know, we we have all the the self scan tills, and as much mm. as they're so easy to use, apart from when they tell you that there's something in the baggage area, yeah. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, you've actually got you've actually got ten machines there. Um, which has replaced 10 humans, 10 people, 10 jobs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so from that point of view, sometimes I feel a little bit guilty about using them, but the other mm -hmm. side of me says it's, it's just far more efficient just to quickly scan this thing and, you know, and get off. But if we well, allow yeah. computers into air, or, or robots into areas where we would prefer personal service, then I think, um, I think we're doing a disservice um, to the people that, 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 that do serve us well. Yeah. That's I, why would I, I, I would always I mean, choose I mean, the biggest the area, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing. area is probably agriculture. They could robotize that. I mean, a lot of countries you are already. You could point, Nick, but I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'd question. In fact, I was speaking to my other half the other week about this. It was following one of our, our shows mm -hmm. who said that there's certain things that you, you can't use a machine for. I mean, strawberries, they'll get bruised to hell if a, if a machine's collecting them and, you know, lettuce well. cutting and, and that kind of thing, um, which is why a lot of those things are still manual processes. Some areas, though, especially in Australia, have already developed machines that, that actually will pick them without bruising them. This is the thing. It, they're developing it quite quickly in these other countries. It's, it's just us that are still, yeah. if you like, got this Luddite uh, uh, attitude that, you know, oh, we've still got to use people because. But, you know, we're getting a bit like the Roman Empire. We don't want to do the jobs. Let's go out and get some, well, not slaves, but let's go and pay somebody a pittance uh, and they can do it for us. And mm -hmm. Um, that isn't going to last sooner or later you know it, it, we're working our way through this system in the old way but it's something that can't last sooner or later they're going to say well we don't want to do it either because we're too educated Absolutely, now yeah, we, we yeah. want better things so somewhere along the line you, you, you're almost forced into that having to do it but I agree with you in the hospitality side yes you want the human touch you, you want the human contact and I suppose yeah, you want the experience the whole the, yeah and that's probably part of the um, 
if you like the front house that will probably not make it work so well but behind the scenes they can the, they have got robots robots now that produce meals quite quickly um they've got automated warehouses i mean amazon and, and a couple of the others ocado it's got one of the most advanced automated yeah. warehouses in the world so um you know it is creeping in even though you don't see it yeah. and and amazon you know, Nick, um I, I read somewhere that you just mentioned amazon there that i i think it's in the states where um they've actually opened a, a supermarket mm-hmm. um which is completely people free yes That's crazy no tills yeah, yeah. no, nothing. Tills. no you, know. you just have your card and yeah so i don't yeah. even need a card but yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, I think it builds you. Yeah. You didn't even need a card. Yeah. No, this is why, no, Chelsea, it, yeah. get your kids into programming. <laughs> yeah. Because the computer <laughs> isn't clever yeah. enough to program itself yet. That, To oh, me, that will be yet. a little bit Can I just off. add something? Just uh, sort of just occurred to me there is that um, when we're talking about computers, when they take over jobs and everything, um, to most people, going to work isn't just... Uh, to put food on the table uh, oh, to a lot of them it's it's part of their social welfare and uh, and their ability to interact with other people mm. um and so i think for you mental health um or mental uh, well-being um that going to work uh, is quite mm. important mm-hmm. you know even oh. if you don't like your boss it's it's but, still <laughs> but the whole you know. th- this this is the the argument for me, for me personally with everything being on computers and online so even if like I agree with you completely with work but then if you also look at like the dating side of things people don't go up to people and speak to each other anymore if you haven't liked each other online then it's just a given that you wouldn't talk and it's it's a completely different world and I think that's a huge negative of the internet and online because yes, people I don't totally, socialise totally I agree. they don't I agree. have they don't have the same skills and I, I watched a program once on channel four about um these um sex dolls that, that that were being created in america and the guy's being interviewed and he's saying in, you know his ideal doll would talk to him would do this that and the other and I, i'm shouting at the tv what like yeah. a real human woman that you could <laughs> well, do you know go what? outside and meet yeah. Do you know what, Chelsea? I once had a blow-up doll. I gave her a love bite and she farted and flew out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It gets uh, I, I know yeah, you're saying... Nick, you're saying about the generation. So when I was at primary school, it was towards the end, so maybe year five, that our school got computers and there was 10 computers and yeah. depending on how you'd behaved at school was whether you got an hour or half an hour lesson on the computer or not it wasn't a given <sighs> that we we were taught computers it was almost like a reward so yeah, we, I, I went to secondary yeah. school not it, the only knowledge of computers i had really was sims and mm. um, <laughs> the, the game so but my kids now i show them something once or, or half the time they're showing me what to do. They know far more than me, and th- they're mm. three and six. Ah, you say they know more than you. Well, they four know, and six. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's like most of us now. We've got the laptops, we've got the smartphones, things that even, you know we're only dreamt of when I was young. But you take them for granted, but you don't actually know how to program them from behind. The software's no. there, like when you want to download an app, that's already written. And that's what we need is the people who can write that initial 
yeah. creation to move forward. And as you say, computers, well, computers, there, there are some computers that can program themselves or program other computers. Um, so even that is beginning to move forward. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, I, it's, but my argument is that for this area, perhaps that's something that we need to be looking at rather than perhaps trying to stay with what we've got is, is to move forward and say, right, okay, what used to be isn't going to work here because, and if they're going to have launch sites up here, then it'd be ideal to have uh, satellite construction up here because you ain't got so far to travel if you're going to have it in Glasgow. That's only an hour away or whatever, yeah. rather than six hours away from down south. Unless they're going to fly it up, can, of course, but then there you go. So, you know... The, can, I just, uh, that, um, you know. can I just pick up on, on, on something else um, really, yeah. really important, just because I think we're, we're coming towards the end now, but it's quite important that I get this out there. Um, okay. To um, the lovely gentleman from Wigan who sent a message after listening to our podcast. Oh, yes, yeah. it is Cleta Moore, not Cleta Moore. It's Moore. There you go. Moore. <laughs> Moore. Oh, well, to my American friends who are listening to the next podcast, because they avidly listen to each one. Hello, and here we are, Cleta yes, Moore. <laughs> we still haven't done those American uh, introductions. But I think yes. um, I was thinking to wrap it up. We've never sort of given a big thanks to... Um, it was the Clap for Carers last night. Is it Clap for Carers? Yeah. That's what it's clap. called? Yes. Well, it was Clap something. I can't remember what it is. Um, so I thought we could thank the staff, the nurses, the doctors um, mm -hmm. for battling through, saving all those lives. But then there's all those other people. Chelsea mentioned the carers last week. Yeah. Um, that maybe aren't, aren't remembered as much. Um, mm. So I wanted to say a shout out to the one-to-one -one care agency that are in Cleetonburg yeah. at Sterling Place. Yeah, um, they are the best. And I think people forget the teachers and the staff that go to work in the supermarkets so we can put food on the table yeah. and the delivery drivers that are still bringing us um, yeah. those food parcels. So, yeah, I think there's a lot the more people men. there. Yeah, big, big thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank big. you. Yeah. Thank you. Great big thank you very much God, for all those that have We love you. It's the yeah. nicest thing we you've you said in a long time, Nick. So it makes us appreciate <laughs> it makes us appreciate them a also lot more. Also, big, big, big shout as well to um, the convoy that started in Cleetamua oh, yes. oh, Absolutely, I I'd been to the co-op and I, I drove along that where, where they were getting ready to set off, and it's quite emotional seeing them all ready with the flags yeah. on yeah. the side of the vehicles. A lot of local businesses um, that are doing that, and they didn't yeah. just go through Cleetamua; they went right across West Cumbria. Yeah. Um, you know, saying thank you and, and raising money as well. Um, you know, so big thanks to those guys. What a what a show that is! It was lovely. It's yeah. really really nice. Brilliant. Thank you. The they so weren't stopped by the police, were they, for an unnecessary journey? I think, do you no, know, I think, I think this the police is, were This is them. one thing that... Oh, police were all good, good, yeah. good. Good. So, we'll good. catch up. No, I'm glad, yeah. We'll catch up next week. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, has Paul gone again? <laughs> yes, I he think goes. he has. He comes from Bye, Paul. He comes from <laughs> Bye, Paul. Lovely, Bye, lovely Paul. to have you with us. Can you, can you hear me? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I can now, yeah. yeah. Do you know what it is? It's my screensaver when that kicks in oh. it must cut me off ah, um, so you've got to keep uh, yeah there oh, you go. i hope we're back in the studio soon I, yeah yeah we'll do our i'm best. quite getting used to this now though i'm really, really enjoying this <laughs> <laughs> right so I'll, I'll catch up with you next week thanks okay. Ross. bye guys bye. take care everybody stay safe and keep washing those hands <laughs> we will. Yeah. bye, bye.